I'm at the Fishers YMCA, and I'm here with Jennifer Mealy. She's the Senior Wellness Director for the Fishers Y here. We've talked to you before. It's always good to talk to you, Jennifer. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Absolutely. Good to talk to you again. And uh, we have a lot to talk about. We want to talk about the Wishbone 5K, a big event that has become a tradition here in the Fishers area. But the last time you and I talked several months ago, uh, you were preparing to name a new executive director. You were right on the cusp of it, but you have an executive director that's been around for a while and was familiar to all of you before. So talk about the new executive director here. Absolutely. We are thrilled to have Jenny Brody as our new executive director, and she is a familiar face around the Fishers Y. She was previously our associate executive director. Um, I believe she left about four years ago, um, went to another nonprofit. She has an amazing wealth of experience and knowledge in fundraising, so we're really excited to have her on our team to help us achieve even more of our goals and our mission um, by helping us raise even more money for those those causes. Well, executive director, I mean, there's so much that is entailed that you're not just managing a staff and working on the people who are members, but you're exactly right. As a nonprofit, every local Y is expected to raise money, and uh, that's a big part of the job. Absolutely. And uh, apparently she's got the background to do that. I believe she is up to the task, I yes. have known lots of people in the nonprofit world, and uh, that's the first thing they say. You have to have the ability to raise money or you can't do anything else. You Absolutely. Know, that's, that's the starting point. Well, let's talk about the reason we really wanted to get together today. Uh, today we are talking on the 15th day of November, so we are days away from the Wishbone 5K. This has become a big Thanksgiving tradition here in Fishers, and it is a fundraising event, by the way. It is. For the YMCA. It's in its 12th year now. Uh, and here's... Uh, we want to talk about it in detail, but one of the interesting parts of this, this will be both uh, an in-person and an at-home event. So talk about how you're going to work that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is something that is really common now with 5K races, that there's a virtual option. So if you're out of town on Thanksgiving Day, you can still be a part of the Wishbone 5K. You can sign up on our website. You can run your 3.1 miles or walk your 3.1 miles or you don't really have to do it. Um, <laughs> That's the goal, right? Yeah, right. Hopefully you do, but you can do it on your own time. Um, and you can still receive your medal and your shirt as if you were here with us on Thanksgiving Day. So it just gives you some more flexibility. So you can do it anywhere in that Absolutely. case. Absolutely. Right? You could do yep. it on your treadmill. Yep. You could do it out in your backyard, run circles, anything you want to do. Right? Absolutely. So if you know you wake up Thanksgiving morning and it's snowing and you don't want to come out and run with us, hey, you can sign up that day as a virtual runner and maybe, in, you know, it's Indiana. Maybe the next day or that afternoon it's sunny and you go do it then. I've never known a 5K runner to be prevented from doing their duty just because it snows, right? I love running in the snow, but I, you know, not everybody's that crazy. So, <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to do it, but uh, there are plenty of people who say, "Hey, snow, forget that. I'm, I'm, I'm all dolled up and I'm ready to go." And uh, you know, there are a lot, I see a lot of people, no matter what the weather is. We've been fortunate, though. I don't think we've had snow very many years for this event. Not that ever. I know of. It did rain last year, but mm -hmm. uh, it was it wasn't too terrible, and we still had a great turnout and had a good event. And uh, talk about how much it costs to, to enter. Um, it is currently $39 for a registration fee. But since we are a family event, it is buy three, get one free. So if you're signing up your family of four, you only have to pay for three of them. 
Excellent. And uh, and the money goes to? It goes to our annual campaign, which that is how we subsidize um, memberships and programming for people who otherwise couldn't afford it. So we never turn anybody away for an inability, an inability to pay. Um, and that's how we're able to do that is through the annual campaign. And that's a that's an amazing policy you have had here. And I think almost every Y has this, uh, yep. where if you want to be a part of the Y and you just can't afford it, that Y will find a way Absolutely. to get that person in and get them into programs. Um, so the proceeds go to the local Y. They, they stay here in Fishers? They do. yes. Because I know Y is a big organization, but in this case, this is your event, a Fishers event. Yep. And a Thanksgiving tradition, as I said before. Um, one thing that I think people need to be aware of, and, and uh, I know you're maybe not on the ground uh, managing all this, but... Uh, having had to run around town on Thanksgiving Day in Fishers in the past, there will be some road closures. There will be, yes. Um, and I, I'm afraid I probably don't know all of them, but I know at least 126th Street in front of the Y will be shut down for a while as our race does start and finish there. Well, the city is always very good about releasing uh, when the roads will be closed and yes. what time of day. But in the area of the Y and some places close by there will be some temporary road closures i think the city used to put signs up along those roads ahead of time but they also i also publicize it on my blog and then there are others who do too so it's not like it's any secret right but uh, people do sometimes have family coming into town you have to warn them about that if they're trying to come in and just may find another way to uh, to get get into where you need to go to be with your family uh I want to ask about this because uh, the intersection roundabout at State Road 37 near your facility here. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's two roundabouts. Yep. <laughs> there's, one yep. to, <laughs> there's one on Ford Road. Then there's one, of course, at uh, State Road 37 itself. They're, they're pretty close together. Um, it's been open for some time now. This kind of ties in with uh, the traffic situation. Uh, when people are trying to get in your facility, uh, has this been a help, you think, to have that 126th roundabout there rather than the traffic signal that was there before? I, or do you know? I honestly don't know. So I was at a different Y in the Indy area when all that was going on. So I'm honestly not sure. But, I mean, it seems to me roundabouts are always helpful. And as busy as we are in this part of Fishers, I'm sure it is. Well, no, I can tell you that it's always been busy at that intersection, and and there were backups. And and the real issue there was either the state of Indiana was going to reset the traffic lights, which meant you were going to have to wait forever to get across 37. Uh, So the decision was made to do the roundabouts. And, uh, you know, people have differing views of that. I don't want to get you into that, but it does impact uh, the why in the sense of the access, because you've got – Allisonville Road on mm-hmm. one side, and you have 37 on the other side, and that's a those are some main arteries to get people into the Y. But, yeah. So you haven't heard any complaints about people getting into the I Y. I have not. Nope, not at all. So uh, that uh, should not impact uh, the 5K. We'll talk more about it at the end. Uh, it's coming up again on Thanksgiving Day. You can do it virtually anytime, or you can do it by coming in here. And there is a group of people I think that would never consider doing this virtually. There's just that camaraderie, that's our feeling of community with people who do these 5Ks. Absolutely, and especially this event because it really is a family event. Um, it has become a tradition for a lot of people to come out and start their Thanksgiving day with this event. Um, it's a very you know open to all, all levels, so walkers or runners, lots of um, strollers and four-legged friends as well, or maybe three-legged. Um, so really, it's it's something that anybody can come out and do 
and feel successful at the end of it and then go enjoy the rest of their Thanksgiving day. And it's not a competition. It, it, we do give prizes. Okay. So for those who are competitive, yes. And those who have done it in the past may remember, and I, I think they, they do, that we give away pies that have been donated by Perkins to um, our age group winners. So the top three male and female overall, top three male and female over 40, and then starting um, with the young kids all the way up every five five-year age gap, we were giving out pies to all of those winners. Do you have an over 70? Uh... I believe we do. I believe we do. You're going to come out and see if you can get I that pie? I think I'm not in training to do that. I used to do that. That was a time in my life when I was pretty good at that. Excuse me, but I'm not... Uh, I, you need to get in shape to do something like that, especially if it's competitive. Yes. Now, if it's not competitive, take your time. I'll be with the strollers at there that you point. Go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so it's, it's, I think one of the thing about that is you have it early in the day, right? It starts yep, at what time? So you're all worked up and ready for your Thanksgiving dinner by that Absolutely. time, right? You've all, you're, you're all exercised and ready to, to have that, that dinner, whatever time of day your family decides to have that uh, because you're starting very early. So again, it's uh, going to be Thanksgiving Day if you want to do this in person. And if you want to sign up, how do you go about doing that? Um, it's online. It's very easy. If you go to our website, it's www.indymca.org slash WB5K. That's for Wishbone 5K. Um, or just Google Wishbone 5K and you'll find it. Yeah, I Googled and found it pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a very easy sign up. I looked it at it. And so you, uh, it should not uh, be any problem for anybody. We'll, we'll go over this again uh, sure. at the end. But uh, I want to talk about something I started to talk about a moment ago. Winter is here. You know, we had some really nice warm temperatures and for November early in the month. 60, 70 degrees, and we were terribly spoiled. Those of us who like to get outside and do our walking and running and, and whatever exercise we do, uh, people are starting to go back inside now. And mm -hmm. one thing about the Y is you have exercise equipment and you have an indoor swimming pool. So I'm sure you're seeing an increase in the number of people who are working out and swimming inside. We do, yeah, and it's definitely just going to continue to increase. So um, more swimmers, a lot of our outdoor cyclists start coming back this time of year, and we see an increase in our cycling classes, our cardio equipment, our treadmills get used more often because people aren't walking outside as much. So we're glad we can be that option for people so they can stay active through the winter. Just as I was coming in here waiting to, to see you, I, I was looking at the exercise room. It was busy, and it's the middle of the day. Well, yeah, that we are. I mean, that's generally a busy time for us the mid morning. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to give away give away too many people's secrets. But if you come kind of more mm, one to 2pm, it's a little less busy. But we you know, we're in a, a very thriving community. So we are we are busy a lot of the time, but we try to make sure we have equipment to to serve everybody. I've heard that uh, some people tried to say, well, I, I'll get here like really early in the morning, you know, but uh, that's, uh, I may, if I get here really early in the morning, maybe before work or before I get into whatever I'm doing, I, uh, not necessarily, it's, it's pretty busy early in the morning here sometimes. It is. I mean, you it? can find equipment to use, but we do have people lining up outside the door at 445. We open at five. So <laughs> there's definitely a good, good amount of people here at that time. Is there a specific time of year would you wrap up your outdoor activities, kind of put everything to bed uh, for the winter, or do you just wait and see what the weather does? Um, no, I think most outdoor activities 
are over right now. We actually just last week as a director team pulled down our big giant tent that they use for camp. I think all the outdoor sports are done and we are now heavily into indoor basketball season. Um, so yeah, I think I think we're done for a bit. It's good to see. Yeah, those the gyms I'm sure are very popular too. The outside yes. basketball is if you have to be a hearty soul to go out and play basketball. Absolutely. It's, although it's <laughs> 40, 50. When I was young, 40, 50 week degrees. Now you get below 35, it gets, it gets a little trying there. <laughs> Uh, let me just ask you this, um, and I asked you this last time you and I talked, and, on, and you may want to talk about something different this time or the same. Uh, talk about particular programs uh, that are offered here at the Y that you know, people need to know about. Um, I'm always probably going to gravitate towards talking about our chronic disease programs because I want to make sure people know about it. Um, it's something that is unique to the Y. Um, it's something that's close to my heart. So we have several chronic disease prevention programs. One of them is the diabetes prevention program for people who are pre-diabetic, who meet a certain um, health markers such as BMI, elevated BMI. Um, it's at very low cost for the member. Sometimes it's subsidized. It is a nearly year-long program where we are working on a healthier diet and being more active to lose a very moderate amount of their percentage of their body weight to reduce their risk of diabetes. Um, it's a fantastic program. It's something that I have led and seen wonderful results. And uh, yeah, I want to make sure people know about that, that it's out there for them. Well, you know, diabetes is in my family. And, and I do know that uh, my doctor and uh, particularly my mom, who, who has had it for, she's 92 years old and has managed it most of her adult life, that what it takes to, to, to live with diabetes is that combination you talked about. You want to have a, a certain amount of exercise, but you watch what you're eating. You do both of those the right way. It's amazing how you can manage something mm -hmm. that, uh, even if diabetes is in your family, it's something that, uh, as you say, the, the, the testing is showing it's, it's on the way. There are ways to prevent that. Yep. Absolutely, and, and if you, you can, and if you can prevent diabetes and and just not get in the first the, the first place, yes, all the better. And that's yes. really our goal with this. And it's nothing extreme. I always tell my classes like it's baby steps, and we are really are looking for it's a moderate seven percent um, of their body weight is what we're looking to lose. It's nothing extreme. It's very achievable, and we really extend it over a period of time so that it's something they can do and something they can maintain. You know, you you talked about. About health, and as I walked in, I noticed that there's a table out there. Uh, the Medicare sign-up uh, time of year is happening as we record this, mm -hmm. and there are TV commercials galore. People trying to lure you, and phone calls. At my age, I mm -hmm. get them all the time about you know enroll in this Medicare program, enroll in that Medicare program, and I think it's very difficult for people who maybe are not sophisticated about this tool understand how to sort that out. Yet you do help people. It's right. You've got a table, and I was overhearing some of the conversations, and mm -hmm. people were getting very good advice. Yeah, we really do try to. Um, you know, have outside vendors who can help our active older adult community through through those decisions. So we've got a few of them that come in and speak to them about that so that they can be educated and make the decision that's best for them. Just one of the many things you do here, I guess. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> and one that I just happened to see as I, as I walked in the door. Uh, YMCA, it, it, the word C in, in your name stands for Christian. So yep. you've been a Christian organization throughout the entire time it's existed, which is a very long time. Explain how Christian principles are integrated, let's say, in the mission of this YMCA. Well, so our mission is to put Christian principles into practice through programs that improve the body, the mind, and the spirit for all. Um, 
And my favorite part of that is the all. And I think that's what we really do a good job of is making sure that we are inclusive, that we meet people where they're at. So you don't have to be a Christian to be here. We welcome all types, all, you know, just whoever you are, you are welcome here at the Y. And we want to help you however we can improve body, mind, and spirit. So that's my favorite part of, of our mission. Well, that's what I wanted to mention here, because even though the word Christian is in the organization, that's more about adhering to Christian principles. And, mm-hmm. and, and you've made this point before, and I'm glad you made it again. You don't have to be a Christian believer to be a part of the YMCA. Nope. Okay, we made that point. Um, <laughs> another thing that is a very part of, of, of your mission, and every time I, I go back and look at all the YMCA material before I do an, a podcast with you, uh, the word diversity comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, it, when it comes to the YMCA, it's a mission, how you do your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about how you carry out the, the mission of diversity here at the Fishers YMCA. I think if you look around um, at both our membership and our um, our staff, you will see that. We have um, a very diverse, especially staff, diverse membership. Um, we really try to reflect the community that we're in. Um, as a larger organization, our vision for the next few years, we have a new vision statement, is a healthy, healthier, more connected, more equitable community. And and finding equity, making sure that we are serving those populations that maybe we don't see inside our wise is our focus moving forward, trying to get out into the communities, into those pockets where there is a need, where there may be not, maybe there's not a YMCA nearby, but that doesn't mean we can't bring the YMCA to them. So I think that's really our focus moving forward is finding those pockets in the community that need our services and bringing it to them. And when you use the word equity, I've heard this defined many different ways. How would you as an official at the Y define diversity as how you integrate that into what you do? How we define equity? Equity as part of the diversity. Equity is kind of very special. And I've learned this from people who are experts in this, mm-hmm. that equity has a different definition than people think. I am, I'm not an expert in it, but for me, I think it's making sure that there are equal opportunities. And that that may not mean that it's the exact same thing for every single person, but that people can have an equal experience and equal opportunity to the things that we offer. Okay. Because I look at Fishers. When I moved into Fishers in 1991, when the population was somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 people, mm-hmm. of course, now it's 100,000 in that neighborhood now based on, on the – it was just short of 100,000 in the last uh, census, and we were – or two away from that, we figure that it's probably a hundred thousand or more. This is a much more diverse community than I entered when I first uh, arrived here. And I always talk about my wife because I lived in Indianapolis, and I and my wife and I got married. She already had a house here, so why did you build your house here? She goes, "Oh, this is going to be a really different place in the not too distant future." And of course, my wife wife's right about everything, right? <laughs> so uh, she was definitely right about that because this is a much it became a much different place uh, really by the time my my daughters were in school, which mm-hmm. would have been uh, you know uh, would have been in the mid to late nineties when they started school in HSE schools. So uh, I think that uh, it's interesting because diversity takes on a little different meaning when you have a more diverse community you're serving. True. Okay. <laughs> I'm, you were, I, I rarely have a guest just agree with me like no, that so I think, often. <laughs> I think that's true. And I think it, it is, like I said, really reflecting the community that we're in. So making sure that that being, being that, living at our mission, providing services for all, making sure that people feel welcome here is a real, a real goal of ours. Because if our community is diverse, but they don't feel welcome here, we're not able to serve them. 
I always like to mention this, and I just saw uh, something as we walked in, but I remember when this Y was being built, Reggie Miller lived in Fishers, I think. He lived out in Geist, and he was very – I was surprised people who uh, started this were telling me that Reggie Miller was was, was very very supportive of this uh, facility when it was built and Mm -hmm. of the whole operation. I mean, he doesn't live here anymore, Mm -hmm. but when he was here, I I found that quite interesting that uh, he, he really wanted this to be a success. That's and cool. so, that, and I thought that was an interesting story. Probably way before you got here. Yeah. <laughs> but I just uh, that's the and also I, I I'd like to talk about this and you you know say what you want. But I, I we talked about this last time. But it's always a story that fascinates me because I hear from people who were around when the early aughts two thousands as we got into the new millennium. People like you used to mm-hmm. say that. When we were entering that new millennium, there was a study done about where to put the YMCA in this area. And there are lots of places that wanted it. Noblesville would have loved to have added. Even Carmel probably would have enjoyed it. Westfield, although I understand Westfield's getting one from yes. what you were saying yes. a moment ago, which is good for them. But the decision was made in that those early 2000s to put this YMCA where it is here on 126th Street near 37 uh, in Fishers. And the explanation that I received about why that decision was made, and and the why does have a method of making these decisions, had to do with the projected, current and projected demographics of the area. And a lot of it has to do with young families, although you certainly don't serve only those. That's a big bulk of the people that you do serve. So I would have to say, just based on what you have seen and, and the number of members you have and the activities, that every time I walk in this building, it's busy in some way, mm-hmm. that uh, was a good decision to put that why right here. Absolutely. And you're right. I mean, definitely families are, you know, the bulk of our membership. But, you know, we were talking about the senior community. We have a very large, active, older adult community here that we serve. We have a lot of teens here, um, you know, which are definitely part of families. But we see them here working out a lot, um, you know, single adults. We're seeing a lot of uh, members with special needs. And we actually have personal trainers that specifically work with them. So yeah, I think I think it was a good decision to put it here. And we are able to, to serve the diverse community that we're in. Okay, one more time. Uh, the Wishbone 5K is Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this, you never know when people will listen to a podcast. But if you're listening to this anytime before Thanksgiving Day here in 20. 20- 22. You just uh, give that people that website again where they can sign up uh, for the 5K here in Fishers. Sure. It's www. Okay, here we <laughs> I go. Just, I, just <laughs> I put you on the spot. <laughs> www.indyymca. So it's just one Y. Indyymca. Dot org slash WB5K. Or just Google just Wishbone Google 5K. I, <laughs> I Googled it and found it. It came right up. There so you go. Google, or if you have another favorite search engine, but most people use Google. <laughs> Anything uh, you would like to add before we wrap this up? I just want, I know that people have lots of options on Thanksgiving Day for races. I just wanted to say a few things that are special about our race, besides the fact that the funds go to our annual campaign to serve our community to make sure everybody has access to everything we have to offer. I also just wanted to point out, we do have very easy parking right behind behind our building very easy in and out with wonderful volunteers to get you in and out and we have indoor bathrooms so no porta potties no standing out in the cold you can come inside our building until you're ready to run you can use an indoor 
plumbing facility before you run and after. So just just a few benefits of running the Wishbone 5K at the Fisher's Y. I think you've talked a few people into it right there. I hope so. <laughs> and you have a very big parking lot. We do. So yeah. you will not have, I mean, you can plenty, park here. Plenty of parking. The, um, the fuel tank behind us is gracious enough to let us use their parking lot back there. So we got plenty of room for people. Um, you also get a lovely soft long sleeve t-shirt um, and a medal. And if you're one of our winners, one of those pies. So yeah, lots of great things to do at the Wishbone 5K. I don't know. I think the pies are pretty nice uh, goal to have it if is. you're going to be here and be a competitor. <laughs> Always a pleasure to talk with you, Jennifer Mealy. You're the Senior Wellness Director here at the Fishers Y. Thank you so much. Thank you.